What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome in to another episode of the Triple Play Fantasy Baseball Show. A proud member of Fantasy Points and the Fantasy Points Media Group. D. Mendy here, joined by my three best friends as we try to do the impossible. Create a guy that will survive fantasy baseball. Did you think I forgot, Doc? Did you think I forgot? No. I'm surprised you used it in the opening. So I told David, I said, you remind me of the introduction of Nets Declassified. Art and Marty, you're probably a little too old to remember that. But yeah, I was true. like, oh, yeah, I could see it. Way to use it, David. I was holding on to that for a week just to, to use it in last five seconds. So that was fantastic. But we are here, Marty Party, Doc, a little cheesecake in the house with you guys. First, it's a thirsty Thursday as normal here. We got our uh, fantasy baseball talk. We've got our drinks. Everybody got their. Uh, what do we got? What are we all drinking tonight? Oh, Marty, the I'm drinking out of the triple mug. play fantasy mug where you can get through our store. Yeah, Marty's got the hat, the mug. I got the hat going. We uh we are all partying here. Wait, I have that in the background. You got that in the background, Elsa? Art is nothing. I'm not merchandised at all. No, no, no. <laughs> Jasper in the house. Jasper making an appearance, man. Love to have you join in the live show, my friend. We got a uh, fun show packed as we always do here. Ooh. Uh, we we're of course got to talk about some players that have been catching our eye. We're going to be talking about some bring out your dead. Some most added and dropped streamers, you know, all the good stuff we do here. I don't have my soundboard hooked up. That is on me, but we are going to do it without the soundboard. And we are going to go right into our rundown and talk about these players. There you go, Doc. The players that wowed us <laughs> over this past week. Taking a look at Isak Paredes, which I found out that's the proper way to pronounce it, according to our buddy Britton Allen. Over his last seven games of 467, 529, 1000 slash. Two home runs that now is three home runs as he homered today. Five RBIs, two runs, two walks, and two strikeouts. He had that three home run game against nasty Nestor Cortez. He's also got a career high fly ball rate with 11 home runs already. Keep in mind, he had two combined in 20 and 21 for those Detroit Tigers that Marty loves. I don't think he had anything more than 15 in a season, even in the minor leagues. Marty Party, what do we talk? What do we think about Isak Paredes? Is he the real deal? Well, it looks like the Rays, I mean, as always, the Rays are going to Ray. You know, they, they've changed his swing. He's obviously swinging a lot more up, and it's really working well for him. I want to just briefly uh, cast some attention to who we traded or who we let uh, Predis go for, and that is Mr. Austin Meadows, who's battled vertigo, COVID-19. He has strained both Achilles. He has zero home runs, and he's currently ranked 1,007 in your standard Yahoo 5x5 leagues. So thank you very much, Rays. You don't sound very empathetic, Marty. I'm disappointed. About what? Of, of Austin Meadows. That's a lot of stuff he's had to go through. You don't seem like you care about him at all. <laughs> I do. I, I, it's a, um, no, it is, it is curbed. You're right. It is. <laughs> Poor Austin Meadows. Achilles injuries. What do you have? Like vertigo. He's... I don't know how you get. How do you strain both Achilles? Like literally. I don't know. I've won. It's a, it's a side it's... effect of vertigo. Um, tap dancing, maybe. It could mm. be, could be. Not rounding the bases. LC, <laughs> no. we got to ask. We have a couple Cubs on the docket tonight, LC. So we need your expert. We need your Cubs hat on, which I already know you have on all the time, ready to go here. Nico Horner over his last seven days of five sixty five, five seventy seven, seven thirty nine slash one home run, five RBIs, five runs, two walks, and two Ks. He's got elite sprint speed and an XBA while Kang only nine point eight percent of the time. One of the best in baseball in terms of strikeout rates. And he's a potential 12 to 15 stolen base threat. I believe has six on the season already. LC, Nico Horner, he's kind of in a glob with like Luis, uh, Luis Garcia, with like Brendan Rodgers, those types of players. How are we feeling about Nico Horner? Oh, me so Horner. Uh-uh, me, me so <laughs> this Horner. Triple um, play after dark. <laughs> I think... Horner's kind of empty batting average. Um, I think he'll get you a little bit more than chipping speed, just some chipping home runs. Uh, but he's going to hit, you know, in the high two eight two eighties, low two nineties. I think he's going to he's going to play every day. But the Cubs aren't going to score a ton. He's not necessarily going to always be hitting at the top of that lineup, so he's not going to get a bunch of counting stats. But he's going to keep his batting average high, and uh, he'll get you some speed. He has multiple position eligibility. 
Uh, so he's a good bench player to have in your deeper leagues where you can store bench bats to, uh, to back up guys. Um, so I, I like him for that. Uh, otherwise I think he's, 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 he's pretty much empty batting average. Fair enough. And Albert, always good timing, my friend, checking in. Good evening, my friend. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think if you need batting average, add him. Other than that, there's not much of a point to bring him in. Doc, this next player I say for you because you've seen him the most of anybody that we have on this list because you've been to like five Orioles games. It's seven, but who's counting? Austin Hayes over those last seven days, 345, 367, 759, two homers, eight RBIs, five runs, four strikeouts to no walks. He's got three multi-hit games, including a four-hit game over that time. Slugging percentage has shot up nearly 30 points in June. So he is right now looking like a, a nice nice little player in a five outfielder league. What are your thoughts on Austin Hayes? But I guess before we do that, hold on. We got Bryn saying, did Art just rap to, <laughs> into live crew? Yeah. Did you, Elsie? Yeah, that, I did. There we go. Yeah, I so horny. That's, I think that's two live crew, yeah. I there think Britain's go. got that down. Jasper said, I traded Michael Kopech for Horner and Eric Lauer yesterday. What do you guys think of that trade? Do you like the Kopech side or do you like the Horner and Eric Lauer side? Depends how I, deep I think the league I, is. In a 15 team, I like it, but if it's 10 or 12, I don't. I agree. You don't, I'd rather have You Kopech. think Kopech, Kopech has more value than Lauer and Horner? I think the free agents in a 15 team league won't be as deep, but, and in 15 league, Horner and Lauer both definitely should be rostered, but in a 10 to 12, I think you can find someone better for those. Um, so I'm not, I mean, do, do we think, yeah, go ahead, David. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Elsie, you got it. I just was going to, like, I don't, I don't know. Has Kopech been pitching particularly well lately? Um, I haven't really followed him. Yeah. I mean, from what I understand, I like, I, Kopech, I I didn't think he was doing particularly well. That's that's why I was like, why is this a, why is this even a trade? Um, well, but, Kopech in his last uh, LC Tussie to your point, mm-hmm. over his last few games here, five point one innings, five hits, uh, three earned runs. The outing before that, six innings, three earned runs. Outing mm-hmm. before that, five innings, four earned runs. Um, his last three starts have definitely not been great since he left early against the Rangers after point two innings. So it's pretty much been since he's come back from injury over his last 16.1 innings, he's allowed 10 earned runs. And he's walking he's, a lot of people. That's the biggest thing. I mean, it's 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 pretty bad. He's walking 11.6% of batters. Mm-hmm. It's actually less than what it was prior to that injury, though. <laughs> <laughs> and he still has a 103 whip for the season, 2780 RA. I mean, I, I guess trying, this is this is a potential sell high for him if you think he's on the decline. I, for I, some regression. I mean, it depends on what you think of, of Lauer. Lauer has certainly come back down to earth and found a new sort of plateau where he's not at the heights that he was earlier. But um, he did show those heights. Uh, if if he he could, you know, I think he's going to live in the range of of his good and his mediocre, which he's been showing uh, the last few starts as well. So, I mean, I I think Lauer's I mean, I, he doesn't have obviously the pedigree of Kopech, but I think he's pitched much better so far than Kopech this season. And he's on a team that, you know, knows how to ha- handle a pitching staff. So I, I like Lauer for that reason. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's hard. I mean, I, I guess it depends on the league. I was maybe hoping if I was, if I'm Jasper, that Kopech's name maybe could have fetched me, um, another pitcher instead of Eric Lauer. I'm like I'm with you, Elsie. I, I think Jasper. I, I like getting rid of Kopech now for sure, in the sense of he's dropping off, and and like you said, you're watching him, and right now he's he's becoming really hard to start. I think Nico Horner is a great plug-in for the middle infield. Like so, I think I, that's a very solid ad. It's just I'm really scared of Eric Lauer. Like his velocity is continually dropped, and even when it was up, and I think I don't know if it was up in his last start. I know it was up in the one before that. He still gave up runs. And yeah, just, I mean, this is a earn runs. This last four games, eight earn runs, four earn runs, five earn runs, and then three only in four point one innings. Then he was pulled, and the mm-hmm. K's aren't there anymore. Like I, I, I think Eric Lauer is going to be worse than Michael Kopech. That's what scares me. Right. And even though if Kopech's not playing well, uh, hopefully both of those guys can turn it around because baseball is better when both those guys are good. 
But yeah, elves maybe, are, uh, maybe Lauer gets a little, little, little bench, little, little short high elf stint to, uh, to get his arm feeling a little bit fresher for the second half. Maybe he just needed a change of scenery now that he's on Jasper's team. Maybe that's what he needed. You never that's know. That's what he needed. <laughs> he needed to get the Jasper. That's right. All right, good doc. Tell us about Austin Hayes now. What what are we doing with him? And anything I, I'm five outfitter leagues, he's already rostered. I'm thinking in those ten to twelve team leagues, is he somebody that you would look at? Yeah. And he's probably rostered in those leagues as well. What I think is interesting is he has the lowest K rate of his career at 17.6%. Not a big walk guy, but I look at some of the splits he has from home and road. So at home, he's batting 310 for the year, but only four home runs. And away, he has seven home runs. So what used to be Camden Yards as the hitter-friendly park is now pitcher-friendly park. But makes good contact, career uh, on pace to play in a career high in games barring injury. And um, you know, plenty of opportunity. The only thing I will say that your image or your graphics a little skewed. Yes, he has three multi-hit games, but he also is hitless in three of his last four. Well, also keep in mind that this graphic was made Wednesday morning, so it doesn't count yesterday or today's games. Gotcha. So keep that. It's very time sensitive, Doc. All right. Well, it only then gets yesterday's. Let's talk about Jaron Duran. Let's talk about how much of a stud he is. That's why I picked this picture of him. Over his last seven games, a 368, 400, 526 slash. No home runs, but he's got two steals. Elite sprint speed with four stolen bases in his first 50 ABs. And he was hitting leadoff for the Red Sox, which is a very, very valuable place to be. K rates are down and walk rates are up. Across the board, he looks like a much better player than he did in his short time last season, Marty. I think in anything that's 15 teams, especially Roto, he has to be rostered at this point. Oh, absolutely. No question about that. I even, I rostered him in my 10 team league right now. I mean, those four steals coming right off. He's batting atop the lineup day in, day out. When you look to his AAA stats, 103 games at AAA, he had 27 steals. He slashed 278, 366, 523. So obviously lacking on the, uh, the power, but that's not why you got him. You know, he's going to be able, he's in the 96 percentile, um, in sprint speed. So. Yeah, he looks great so far, and um, you know, as long as he's not playing in Toronto, he should be good to go. Yep, and we talked about that before the show. Actually, he is one of the many Red Sox that are unvaccinated, including my my guy Tanner Houck. So, just a note to make sure, especially players that play in the AL East that are going to play against Toronto a lot, that's going to impact their value in some ways. And it's I mean, you have to consider when you roster these guys that you have replacements ready. So. David, David, Tanner you... Houck and Dylan Cease, two of your guys that are unvaccinated. You <laughs> yeah, that wasn't something? planned. Do you, do you want to tell us something? I don't know. It wasn't planned. I just I guess I know how to pick guys that don't get vaxxed. It's, um, so David, I want to see uh, a side by side picture of you doing exactly what Jaron Duran's doing with the baseball bat. <laughs> same cut off, same everything. <laughs> I could see that. Uh, Let it not it. be said that we forget the ladies. Uh, when we put our pictures up, let it not That's be right. said that. That's right. If if you're listening to us and you're on and you want to see what this studly picture of Jaron Duran looks like, make sure you check it out on YouTube. It is he's a lot more jacked than you think he is. That's what I'll say. <laughs> All right, Elsie, your second bit of Cubs helpings are right here. We need your help. Keegan Thompson, last mm. two starts, twelve point one innings, twelve hits, a three six five ERA, a walk, and fifteen strikeouts. The walks are down, mm. the K's are up, hard contacts down. To be honest with you, across the board, he's improved in everything where he's needed to improve. And he's been pretty good. Five earned runs allowed over his last 18.1 innings pitched, equivalent to a 2.48 ERA. Is Keegan Thompson somebody besides a streamer to you, Elsie? Uh, I think he is, and I think you want to use him now. Uh, he's pitched well against some decent teams. Cincinnati came in the other night. And uh, he pitched pretty well against them. We talked about how much they're improved. He pitched pretty well against Atlanta a few starts ago. I think that was three starts ago. I I, I think that I you know I would worry about how many innings he's going to pitch over the course of the entire season. Is he going to go more than like 130, more than like 150? He's already at almost 70. So I think what what you want is to just you know pitch him now. Uh, get it, get him out there. Um, he's you know. He's been pitching very well, um, and he's he's pitched well against good offenses. He's going to be pitching against that division as well, too. So he's going to get Cincinnati again. He's going to get Pittsburgh again. Um, Milwaukee can be hit or miss. St. Louis, you know, 
Milwaukee and St. Louis are the strongest, but they're not like incredibly strong offenses by any, by any means. I think he's a nice pickup. And like you said, the K's are up. And, and as long as those K's are up, I, I'm running them out there, you know, pretty much every start. He's been very good this season. And he had a two start week this week, actually. So if you had him in a lineup, you'll get the second start uh, against Boston on Sunday. But somebody that seems like he's going to get a chance to keep staying in that rotation the way he's pitched. So that is Keegan Thompson. This next player, Doc, I would like to leave the floor to you before I put the graphic up. Would you like to issue a public apology about Patrick Corbin? (laughs) A broken clock is right twice a day. (laughs) Because he had had one good start against a bottom offense, I'm supposed to just stop everything I've said. A good start? It All was right. a fantastic. Start. Okay, a fantastic start against a bottom tier offense. I'm I just want to know what's if we call him Patrick Core bust for when he's bad or Core has, has been, whatever it is. What's he when he is good? What's what's his nickname for when he's good? Uh, Core slightly justifying his contract bin. <laughs> there you go. You know, let's talk about the outing before that. Four innings, seven hits, three earned against the O's. Oh, I only heard the three runs. earned runs. That's all I heard. All right, let's talk about before that. Three innings, eight hits, nine runs, but only two are earned against the Phillies. Only oh, I only days. heard two are earned. That's all I heard. What do you even put on the graphic? <laughs> all right, so good. Well, yeah, Whip remains sky high <laughs> and StatCast page is blue. I mean, I had, to, I had to try to make sure there's both sides represented here. Last two starts, 12 innings, 12 hits, a three ERA, three walks, 18 Ks, four earned runs or less, and four last five starts. Just had that 12 strikeout gem. Gem. Against Jim. the Pittsburgh Pirates, the whip does remain extremely high. I think it's like one seven. If I, without looking at it right now, that ERA, dude. Even after that outing, he has a six oh six ERA and one point seven whip. I guess my question is, with him somewhat looking at least a little better recently, is are you at least considering him a possible streamer at this point? Like, hell that's no, a, never. hell no. <laughs> what? So he's so he plays the Marlins, and you're not going to stream him. Uh, if it's a Sunday night game and I need a pitcher to win, like that is the only time I would play him. I wouldn't risk playing him. On <laughs> ah, but you're playing o'clock. him. I, I said, <laughs> if I'm, if I'm losing and there's one game left and he can get me positive potentially. Yes. Oh, uh, you Patrick Corbin fan, you, you're a little <laughs> fan now. It's okay. Let me just say, if he gets 12 wins, I might eat my poop on live stream. You're a little, <laughs> he's, he's four and 10 right now. So he Eric, needs I'll eight get, more wins. You want me to get you an autograph? I could probably figure something out. You want me to get him an autograph for you? He'll probably pay you to get an autograph. <laughs> he has money to spare. There you go. Okay. Let's talk about another pitcher in Chad cool, or as Marty party calls him too cool for school. Last two starts, 14 innings, nine hits, a uh, 2.57 ERA, two walks to eight strikeouts. Had a complete game shutout against the Dodgers in Coors in his last start. I don't think anybody predicted anything close to that. He to do that. The Whiffs continue to be missing in his profile, though. He's not getting swings and misses. Marty, what are you doing if you see Chad Cool on the waiver wire? Uh, 15 team league. You pick him up if he has good, uh, good matchups. Anything below that, I mean, you got to be pretty, pretty desperate to run him out there. But he did that complete game in 102 pitches, which is pretty incredible. And just so you know, they call the Maddox, which is a complete game in under 100 pitches. So we almost got that. Um, I mean, so far, I mean, last week he's been too cool for school, but moving forward, 4.75 Sierra, 4.59 XFIP. He doesn't strike out anybody. His walks are high. So he's just like, he's like towing that line where it's like, it's going to, he's going to blow up soon. But as of right now, he's doing okay. That is Chad too cool for school. Play him in the right matchups. Our last guy, Devin Smeltzer. And yeah, he has been just obliterating competition recently. Over his last two starts, 12 innings, seven hits, a 0.75 ERA to 12 Ks, zero walks. One start more than three earned runs. This season, so he's literally been three or runs or less in every single start besides one, and six innings in three of his last four starts. Top eighty percentile in walk percentage, chase rate, and barrel percentage. I've never been a big Devin Smeltzer guy, but he's right now been a stable force in a Twins rotation that has had Chris Archer and Chichi Gonzalez and 
just a ton of guys coming in there with all the injuries. Elsie, is he somebody that you would look to pick up? I've streamed him. I mean, you look, his last two starts were both against Cleveland. So you see, like, he's dominating the same team twice in a row. And the start before that, I think Arizona lit him up. I think that was his worst start of the season, Arizona. So it's like you definitely would have eaten that Arizona start, but you'd have gotten Cleveland and Cleveland after that if you'd have tried, if you'd have thrown him out there against Cleveland after he got blown up against Arizona. I mean, I think he's a, he's been a perfectly good pitcher, the type of, uh, the type of uh, pitcher that, that Minnesota often thrives with, uh, that low strikeouts and just gets, gets him through the inning and gets some innings. Um, He's been otherwise pretty good, but I, I don't think he's like, I don't think he's someone you go out of your way to acquire. I think he's been pretty decent, but, but uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to go out of my way to acquire him. I think he's just pretty decent pitcher. He's a, he's a, he's a bit better than a Toby, maybe. There we go. That's a, that's Devin Smeltzer. It's a little bit better than a Toby. All right. Time now. For a fan favorite, time to bring out your dead. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the dead zone. Bring out your dead. I think I'm missing a slide. Where did my slides go? That's (laughs) how this goes today. That's how this goes today. Uh, The first person we would like to... People wrote in, uh, the response has been great to bring out your dead. Uh, I can't thank you guys enough for, for, for writing in and, and the response. I know it's a lot of pain and I'm here for you. I feel you. I had a, I had a rough week myself with the pitching lately. Uh, I had a few guys I wanted to, to card off. They're already on the card. I didn't have to add them in the tweets. First tweet coming in though, looky D. Every time this guy, every time Lukey D is going to tweet me with that awesome golem uh, um, uh, picture, you gotta love it. He 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 says uh, Whitlock, if he comes back as only a reliever, maybe maybe bring him out. Uh, will he be in the pen? I think I think no. If you look at roster resource right now, um, they only have four guys in the rotation listed right now, so they're you know basically streaming just like. We are if we're having if we have a bad uh if we have a bad week. Um so they're having a tough one. Uh, I think they're gonna want to bring him back to the rotation if if he can do it. If not, obviously their bullpen goes to a strength. It's been looking very good lately. Um yeah, I can't seem to find the Lucas Giolito slide. I think I, I lost that one, but I do have Jack Flaherty here. Jack Flaherty just came back off the IL long term to start the season. He has only eight innings pitched in his first three starts. He's walked nine with only six Ks, and he hasn't faced more than 16 batters. My concern with Flaherty is if he doesn't get his walks under control, he will rarely get wins. If he's facing 16 batters, he's going to have to be a follower to get a win because he's not going to he's not going to get through enough innings to to get wins. He's going to have to you know throw a perfect game to get five innings if he's only facing 15, 16 batters. Uh, the walks have to come under control. Happy to carry him out for you. I, you obviously, you can't drop him unless you got him very late in the season at a, at a really nice price. But right now, I think you got to hold on to him and hope he starts to improve. Tough one. You got to eat that. Uh, next on uh, Bring Out Your Dead, the fifth person here uh, is our is uh, Nick Cassianos. Nick. Uh, our, 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 our fan Nick says enough is enough. Throw Nick Castellanos on the altar of sacrifice. Nick, I got to tell you just today, just as I was making this slide, I looked Castellanos hit his first June home run today. It would have been his first month in seven years where he didn't have a home run if it didn't happen, but he is currently only the 181st best player on the Rasball player rated with an 88 WRC plus. Obviously not what you were hoping. This is, I think, his second straight week on the Boyd list. Terrible for those big fans of Nick Castellanos. Next up on the Boyd list, I think Britain coming through again with the great uh, with the great lines. Harrison Bader was placed on the IL Monday with plantar fasciitis in his right foot. He was on a really good uh, tear. Britain wants to know if I could. Uh, Maybe give him a foot massage, Pulp Fiction style. This is why I love Britain. He and I are the same age. We have the same <laughs> references. 
you know, uh, <laughs> I don't be tickling or nothing. I give him a nice foot massage. He's, he is the master of his de- domain, Harrison Masturbator. Planet for Cytus is no joke. I think it's probably going to hamper his stolen bases on his return. Tough, tough, tough for, uh, for anyone who's rostering him. I have him on a team and he's really been helping me. So going to have to, uh, jump, try to find, a, uh, some other stolen base options there. Very tough, very tough. Next, uh, <clears throat> I think this is some docs. Oh, this is Ross, Adalberto Mondesi. Always Adalberto Mondesi. Uh, I got this fantastic Mickey Mouse. This is called Sneaky Smile Mickey. Uh, because my nickname for Adalberto Mondesi is Cold Take Mondesi. It was the coldest take of all time to say that Adalberto's going to bust. You should stay away from him. I I mean, this is this is the most predictable thing you you know, there's always one in every draft room. Sorry it was you in that draft room, but everyone was telling you this was going to bust. That's why you get sneaky smile, smile Mickey, uh, uh, Ross. Sorry about that. Uh, sorry about that, that, that hit you took on Mondesi. Hope you didn't have to take him too high. That's a tough one. Um, I think Doc is next here. Doc, uh, of course, Blake Snelly brings up because he hit Harper. So, Doc, you want to... You want to trade for him? Yeah, Art literally has the audacity to put in our our homely group chat. Who wants to trade for Blake Snell? And I'm like, he injured my best player. Why would I trade for him? I already didn't <laughs> like him before. I was a big Blake Snell hater. And I'll tell you what, Art. I'll pick up a reliever right now, and then I'll offer a trade for Blake Snell, and then I'll drop Blake Snell. <laughs> You're cold, man. You're going to give me some, some junky reliever? No way. No way. Snell's got quality. He's got strikeout upside. Watch his look at his his second half last year and how well he did. You want that second half? I'll give it to you at a discount. No trade from you. Just let me know, okay? I'll, okay, you I'll send a, you a picture. I'll send you a picture of my poop. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Andy Carlson uh, wants to 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 bring out Justin Turner, Eduardo Escobar, and Adam Duvall. Understand it on all three. Duvall has had a power surge, eight home runs in his last 23 games, but he's still hitting below 200. Uh, if you can see uh, the the screen now, I put up a couple of tweets about Eduardo Escobar and uh, Justin Turner. The Justin Turner one is by a, a very clever Padres fan. It has a row of soldiers and then a clown standing among the soldiers, as in like the Dodgers lineup. Uh, soldier, soldier, clown, soldier, soldier. I think it's really funny. Uh, Turner's been horrible this season so far. Eduardo Escobar, similarly horrible. A Mets fan wants to know, is it really worth the quote unquote clubhouse presence of Eduardo Escobar to take this type of production? Tough for you. Sorry to all you guys who, uh, who, who, who threw people on the, on the cart. I have, uh, I know Giolito came up as well. Giolito uh, at least was helped by the Angels in his last start. The Angels are terrible. Stream against them. But uh, I, I forgot to, uh, to to get the slide up here for Giolito. But I wanted to call him out and make sure Mike Carter, who who who, who mentioned Giolito, uh, sorry about it. That's the best Sox fan I know. So uh, uh, sorry, Mike. But uh, those are the guys we're carrying off today. Bring out your dad is always a fan favorite and. The responses that we get every single week for that are always awesome. Thank you for all those that always play along with us. It's a fun little thing that Elsie puts together each week for that. Let's talk about now just looking ahead to next week really fast. Team schedules. We see a bunch of teams playing seven, some with six. The one you should really take note of is that the Cincinnati Reds and Detroit Tigers play eight games. So... Everybody else plays six or seven, but the Reds and Tigers play eight. So if you need to make a lineup decision with either of those players, I don't think you have any Tigers you probably want to play, but um, unless I'm forgetting one. But other than that, those are the two teams that have the most games next week. Our most added players, we look at these every Monday morning. And Isak Paredes at the top, added in 25% of leagues. Keegan a Thompson. streamer! Who, Thompson? No, uh, Paredes. He was Would a you stream him last week? Yep. Oh, there you go. Ross Stripling, Jaron Duran, John Birdie, who continues to steal a bunch of bases. Tyler Wells, O'Neill Cruz, and Devin Smeltzer are on the ad list. 
And then, of course, we also have on the flip side of that, I keep meaning to play the sound more. My Mario, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the most drop list. A lot of these are injuries. Manuel Margot on the 60 day IL. Ezekiel Duran option to AAA. Daniel Hudson, I believe, was it a torn Achilles? He's out for the season. Zach Davies, Alex Fado, Reed Detmers, Chris Morrell, and San Diego Espinal are in the most dropped list here. Let's talk about some hitting streamers and let's go to our buddy Doc to go ahead and tell us about these hitting streamers. Waiting for the sound effect. Sometimes I have to find them and they're just like mixed all over the place. You you start talking and I'll play it while you Okay, right. there we go. All right. Oh, yes, sir. We're going to start Andrew McCutcheon and look at that bad boy picture of him. Owned in 35.2% of the SPN leagues. He's currently riding a six-game hitting streak. This was going into yesterday though. I believe he went hitless, but during that streak, three home runs, seven RBIs, four runs, and only two strikeouts. The Brewers play six games at home next week where he has a higher batting average, more home runs, and RBIs, and he's played less games at home than on the road. And he was actually in a groove to begin this season, and then he was on the COVID list for a couple weeks. So I think he's starting to get back in a rhythm, somebody that you'll probably want to stream for next week. The next is Arts Guy. I was going to say real quick, he went three for four today. Oh, there you go. Thanks for backing me up, buddy. Next, we got the Nico Miso Horner, owned in 12.7% of the SPN leagues. And, I mean, he's going to help you with batting average, but hitting safely in eight out of the last 10 games. And during that time, 538, which is 14 for 26, one homer and six RBIs. And as for his career, great contact hitter, 9.7% K rate, 13%, uh, 13.6% walk rate. And second base sorts up eligible, and he's played every day since June 4th. And that's really what you're looking for is people that are going to have playing time because the vets get occasional days off, which leads to my last person, Mr. Evan Longoria, owned in 2.5% of ESPN leagues, hit safely in eight out of the last nine games, right now has the second highest walk rate of his career, something about the water in San Fran because he's having a power surge. Um, and what we saw in May, he had five home runs in 17 games, but his two home runs last week, he actually was doing pretty well before he had a minor shoulder injury. So kind of like McCutcheon was sidelined for a little bit and the Giants play seven games next week, all on the road. But I would imagine Longoria sits out one or two games just for maintenance. But other than that, he'll probably start at least five games. All right, so good hitting streamers from Doc and the Nico. That means Warner. one of them is going to be on the most added next week. Probably, but Doc, you you've been slacking on keeping track of your streamer picks and how they do. Well, I I keep track of my uh, my pitching streaming. What about your I, hitting streamer? Are you, are you just how not am I, gonna... how how am I supposed to do that? Like their averages after if they're added or dropped? You I can literally like... just like look at their hits and at bats in the last like seven days after we do a show. I mean, I guess I'll start doing that. I have CBS. CBS does it where you can look at the last seven days of a hitter. All right. Well, I will do that. I also there's your homework. I have the pitching streamer stats, and I'm very excited to share the results. Oh, we can skip those. Before we get to those, let's talk about Marty's two star pitchers, and this is what Doc says every time he he sees them. I need it. Does he say that, Doc? Do you say that? I, I, he wants them because he likes to make fun of them so much. I, I low-key crave it. That's why you need them. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes perfect sense to me. Speaking of craving, these are the no-doubters for the upcoming um, uh, two-star pitches for next week here. I mean, these are these are no-brainers, and there's actually a lot of them uh, for uh, for next week, which is week 14, if you're keeping a uh, score at home, starting with Carlos Rodon at Arizona at San Diego. Sandy Alcantara versus the Angels at the Mets. Alec Manoa at Oakland at Mariners. Justin Verlander, who leads Major League Baseball with 12 wins. He's been absolutely incredible. First KC at Oakland. Julio Urias at, uh, versus Colorado versus the Cubs. Zach Gallen versus the Giants versus uh, Colorado. And Michael Kopech, to answer your question, guys, he is a no-doubter for next week. Minnesota and then the lowly Tigers. So make sure you fire, fire those guys up. Um, there's no question about it. These are the yeah, why nots. And I'm waiting for somebody, whether it's you guys out there who listen weekly, maybe, um, you know, maybe if art, you know, gets lonely one night, he wants to find me a picture. I need a yeah, why not photo. I, I need somebody to put on here. 
I thought so, that we um, agreed on the Jersey Shore thing. I, I Googled Jersey Shore, like, shrug, and I, I went through it a little bit. I, I didn't find one that, you know, that, that, that felt right. You know, you got to – it's like uh, me looking for a house. You know, when you look, when you walk in, you got to get that feeling. It's like, yeah, you know what? This feels right. This feels right. So these are the guys that you're going to start um, pretty much no matter what. Uh, Sean Manaya versus uh, the Mariners versus the Giants. Luis Garcia versus Kansas City at Oakland. Chris Bassett, who's starting to uh, turn around here. He has really good matchups next week at the Reds versus Miami. Kyle Wright versus St. Louis and then goes over and plays uh, Washington Nationals. Eric Lauer versus the Cubs versus Pitt. Cal Quantrill, what a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful schedule for Cal. I almost put him in the must-starts versus Detroit or at Detroit than at Kansas City. John Gray, have you guys been watching what John Gray's been doing? He looks great. Phenomenal. He's been absolutely great. Uh, He's at Baltimore uh, versus Minnesota. Hunter Green, I'm not giving up on him. I know the last few uh, few outings have been pretty rough, but the K's are there. He's going against the Mets and the Rays. Two tough matchups, but I'm firing him up. I'm, I'm going to get him playing. Jamison Tyone at Pittsburgh at Boston. Nick Pavetta versus the Rays versus the Yanks. And Corey Kluber, the old vet, at Boston at Cincinnati. I can't believe you have Hunter Green in there after his last three outings, and you gave so much pushback on Fetty Wap last week, but okay. Fetty Wap with a uh, Mr. Five Point Four Zero ERA. Fetty Wap. Um, uh, mm. just well, wait, mm. well, wait. What did he do this week against the Pirates, Marty? Tell me. Moving on to risky business. So these are the guys <laughs> that are going to be playing. <laughs> these are the guys. That, hey, uh, fifteen team leagues. You probably want to fire them up. Ten, twelve team leagues. You want to think about it. If you get desperate, um, you know, end of the week, you might you might want to just go with the second start. Uh, if you're in daily leagues, but yeah, these are the risky business plays. Uh, Arts boy Ranger Suarez to start it off. First, the Nationals at St. Louis. Dakota Hudson at Braves versus Philly. Kyle Hendricks at the Brewers at the Dodgers. I have pushed him up to a risky business start after another amazing. Does he only play the Cardinals well? Uh, uh, Art, do you have any comments on that? It seems like Hendricks, every time he plays the Cardinals, he does well. I don't know. I mean, he's going to get ramped up against our biggest rivals. That's that's for sure. Um, But uh, he pitches well at home, too. Generally pitches well at home. But uh, okay. yeah. All right. Speaking of Cubs, Justin Justin Steele at the Brewers versus the Dodgers. Chris Flexen at Padres versus Toronto. Cole Irvin versus Toronto versus Houston. Madison Bumgarner versus his old Giants, and then Colorado. Zach Granke, who continues to do it with only getting one or two strikeouts, he's getting quality starts left and right. Uh, at Houston is going to be tough, but versus the Guardians should be pretty solid. Tariq Skubal has fallen from grace, as the Detroit Tigers have done in every way, shape, and form. Uh, versus Cleveland, versus the White Sox, and then running it out with Michael Waka. His ERA still looks great. But you look at all of his expected stats, and you know, kind of what, what's going to be on the horizon for him. I almost had him as a um, as a why not, but man, versus Tampa Bay, then versus the Yanks. That's a tough week. Uh, if you're starting him, it's probably a 15 team league. How do you have Dakota Hudson in here? Dakota Hudson is like guaranteed to like inflate your your ratios. You tell me why do why do I have Dakota Hudson? Uh, okay, last four starts ERA five point four, ten point three eight, three point six, seven point seven one. His WHIP last four starts one point four, two point three, one point eight, one point five seven. On the year, still with a three point eight three ERA. One point one one point three five WHIP, and as we've discussed, he's probably the luckiest pitcher in baseball the last three years. Who's this? Jake, this? I haven't discussed this with Jacob you. Jacob DeGrom would kill to have Dakota Hudson luck. Okay, you this will be the uh, the Hudson will be the Fetty Wap of the week. Um, so again, <laughs> oh, listeners, gosh. yeah, can't wait. Um, as I won, I, Fetty, I love that Fetty blew it last time up against the Pittsburgh. He didn't even get a win against Pittsburgh. How what are you talking win? about? That he did bad. He didn't get a win. How do you play Pittsburgh and not get a win and think he did well? I, I'm sorry that he didn't get run support. Five innings, three hits, two earned. Two walks, four Ks. That's not a bad outing. It's a three six ERA with a one whip. And that was his easy matchup. He has Miami this weekend. We will reconvene on that, and with them, we will also reconvene on Hudson. I could see. I could see you say, "Hey, risky business is like you're extremely desperate, extremely I, desperate." The plan. I feel better with Fetty's matchups last week against the Pirates and Marlins. I well, I than I do there. against Hudson at Atlanta. And versus Philadelphia, and you had him ranked higher. This is this is asinine. <laughs> and so far, each week, ladies and gentlemen, because you guys you guys tune in each week, you've noticed I've been right almost every single time. Doc keeps trying. I love it. But I already apologized on air about Chialito, so I'm good for a little bit. 
Who's okay? Giolito, no one. COVID nineteen brought him down. Okay, what what do you want? What do you want from him? Well, no, I, I got everything I needed because you owned up for an apology last week. So Art and I are just sitting here. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll take we'll take this the rest of the way here. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on here to the take a seats. Um, look, Patrick Corbett's on the take a seat list. Yay! Right? There you go. It's like giving a baby a pacifier. Uh, Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Corbin versus Miami at Atlanta. Dylan Bundy at White Sox at Texas. Mitch Keller versus the Yanks at Milwaukee. Dean Kramer, I, Kramer, I don't even know who that is, versus the Rangers versus the Angels. Johnny Cueto, he's still doing it. He's out there, but I just can't start him, even though the, um, the matchups aren't too bad. Versus Minnesota versus Detroit. Kyle Freeland at the Dodgers at Arizona. John Hazley versus the uh, at Astros versus the Guardians. Andrew Plante at the uh, Braves versus Philly. Graham Ashcraft, man, he has fallen. I think he gave up. I'm not exactly sure, but I know he Seven had a really tough day. What do you, what do you give up today? Seven was, earned in two point one innings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's probably going to get sent down. Honestly, um, Ashcraft, he's the Mets. Then raised two tough uh, two tough matchups. Braxton Garrett ver, uh, at Washington at Mets. Roni Garcia versus the Guardians at White Sox. Uh, Paolo. Paolo? Yeah. Paolo? We're doing it. Uh, Espino at the <laughs> Phillies at Braves. Mm-hmm. And then Austin Voth versus the Rangers versus the, um, the Angels. Do not start any of those guys. Um, unless you're feeling the Patrick Corbin, maybe, what, over 12 wins? Maybe it could happen here. We don't know. But uh, those are it. Thanks, guys. Pitching streamers are always a, a fun ex or the, the two start pitchers are always a fun exercise. That's my there. favorite part. And Doc has to make sure he says his one comment. <laughs> I mean, look, it's it's a staple now. So Dakota Hudson's the WAP. All right. Dakota okay. Hudson. Are we gonna yeah. keep track of that? Are we gonna remember that for next week? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dakota Hudson might escape with a win and have like a two whip that game. He just gets lucky. That's why it was his rookie year, if I remember correctly, too. I streamed like, Dakota Hudson one game, and I remember twice in the game he had bases that loaded, no outs, and got out of them both without giving up a run. That sounds like a good pitcher to me. Yeah. I'm looking at all of the stats. He's, he's probably better to be a to be a sit. I, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm one of the, look. I'm a man's man, right? When you when you make when you, when you see something, you can. I adjust. I adjust on the fly here. You know what I mean? We're not in cement. Wait, wait, what's that call Chris Berman makes during the home run derby? Back, back, back. Marty's back, back, back. Tracking. No, it's back, 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 back. Come on. Gotta do it right. Okay. Doc, you are, you're slipping, Doc. All right. Now uh, we can go to our pitching streamers, but instead of putting up the graphic, I thought it'd be better to put this up instead. As soon as it's, here we go. (laughs) <laughs> these are our pitching <laughs> our pitching streamers <laughs> brought to you by Marty Tallman's 53 not pictured here was the 56 I threw right after that but it's okay <laughs> so I tracked my picks last week I, my three streamers went 0-2 with a 2.12 ERA a 1.7 whip Nine Ks in seventeen innings. Not bad besides the record. The Ks, nine Ks in seventeen innings. It's awful. Keep in mind these are below owned in less than fifty percent of leagues. Okay, you go ahead. Alright, so the first one we're gonna start with Mr. Zach Plesak. Owned in forty nine point six percent of leagues. Mark, that why picture? that picture? I'll I'll tell you guys the picture in a second. So he's gone exactly six innings in his last five starts, which includes Minnesota twice and at LA Dodgers, and he has a twenty four to seven. 24-7, baby. K-to-walk ratio, eight earned runs in that stretch. I mean, it's risky. He's facing the Yankees lineup, but they're at a little bit of a mini slump. And for those on the YouTube channel, the picture, of it's of Zach Plesak when he went to Instagram Live uh, lat- or during the COVID year to explain his side of the story and then quickly deleted it. But good thing the internet never forgets. Is that the, when him and Clevenger were screwing around? Yeah. 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 So the next one, Marty, a tiger. Bo. Bo Brisky. You don't know Bo. When David said, oh, you're not going to start any tigers, and Marty said, no, I was like, well, they're in for a surprise. But 
Owned in 2.5% of ESPN leagues. His last three home starts is 1-0 in 18.1 innings, 1.99 ERA, 12 Ks. And the Royals are 2-5 and five in their last seven games. They scored five plus ones once. So you just hope he doesn't get bombed. But I think he has a, a decent outing in him. Marty, what do you think? I think if you're in a um, 15 team league, absolutely. And if I think it's, uh, I don't know what day that is, isn't that a Sunday start? So I think you kind of have it that is a buffer. Sunday start. Yeah, you have that buffer to where, like, ah, if, if you need somebody to bring down your ratios, the K's aren't going to be there and the wind's going to be few and far between, but he can help your ratios. Okay. Great analysis. And I asked you because the last one, I got to stick with my guy, Fetty Wap. This is great. Owned in 3.4% of ESPN Too leagues. Too much. Too many. His last four games, he's gone at least five innings and three are runs or fewer. Marlins have scored 18 runs in their last seven games where they've gone three and four. And the last bullet point is not take a seat worthy. Okay. <laughs> I did start him for his first start. He got 10 points in our ESPN home league. So I, I kept him for the second start. So I hope that doesn't bite me in the butt. I'm Doc, you're recommending him again. So is, is, well, is, is it was good. Be- it was between a couple people, but I realized I I couldn't talk all I did last week and not put him as a streamer. It was between him and a couple others. <laughs> the only reason why you did it because you know uh, Jazz Chisholm is now having back spasms and he won't be playing. That's right. Ooh. I know Solaris day to day too with back issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. Doc knew how to cherry pick it then pretty well. Smart. Two of their best hitters out of the lineup. All right, let's talk about some good old fashioned. I forgot what the sound effect I used for the Ooh, last guitar. Week. What did I use for this sound effect? Yeah, for the yeah. right? What? Yeah. There. Hmm. <laughs> How are you going to give the ultimate warrior that like duck fart? You guys were, that? You guys are going like. <laughs> anyway, these are the weekend warriors, the furious weekend warriors. Don't mind the sound effect. July first to July third, so you'll be celebrating your uh, your Fourth of July with these guys. Starting with your boy Doc Andrew McCutcheon. Good call on that one. Um, a twenty uh, percent rostered uh, Milwaukee outfielder. He, uh, over his last seven days, he's batting three thirty three, nine home, uh, nine runs, three home runs, eight RBIs. He had the three for four night um, just uh, uh, just today, and he's at he's you know he's at home at Pittsburgh, you know where he played what twelve thirteen years. So he's going to feel right at home there. I think he's going to have a really good weekend. Uh, number two is Juan Yepes, St. Louis first baseman. Third baseman, outfield eligibility if you play on the Yahoo. He's uh, 33% rostered. Um, he has three games at Philly, and uh, uh, Nola just pitched. So that's going to they're, they're number one pitchers that he won't have to face. Last seven days, he's batting 294 with four bombs, four runs, and 11 RBIs. He's just raking up those RBIs. So should be a good play there. He's batting every day in that lineup. Number three, Jaron Duran. We talked about him already enough. Um, he's like I said, he's not going to be in, uh, not going to be in Toronto. So he'll be able to go, um, when he goes against the uh, Chicago Cubs, batting 333 with the four steals, no home runs, but he got the, got you the RBIs as well. Weekend Warriors moving to the pitching side, uh, starting with Josiah Gray, 58% rostered. He has been someone that's really turned around these last few weeks. Um, I, I rostered him a bunch at the beginning of the year, and I found myself actually like sitting him even in a 15 team league. But lately, he's come on really, really, really strong. Over his last 24 innings, he has 28 strikeouts with a 1.13 ERA, 0.88 whip, and he's even got you a dub. So, hey, we'll absolutely take that. Number two is Chad Too Cool for School. Hey, going against the Diamondbacks this weekend, I absolutely love it. Over the last um, 29.1 innings, he has 19 Ks, a 3.38 ERA. The whip's high, but that's what you expect from him. He does walk a lot of people. And he's still only 18% rostered. Lastly, the Mets, David Peterson, 33% rostered, going against the Rangers. Over his last 16.1 innings, he has a 3.31 ERA, 1.22 whip. He's got you a win. He's got 18, 18 strikeouts. So he's out of the bullpen. He's starting for the Mets, which they absolutely need him there. And I like him with the uh, with the weekend matchup. All right. Bang, well, bang. On the weekend matchups, we have Jasper saying, is Juan Yepes a keeper? I would keep him for the foreseeable future, especially with that um, the eligibility. I don't know where you play, Jasper. You know what what um, what uh, format, or um, you know whether it's Yahoo or ESPN. But I mean, if you can move him in and out of your lineups like that, and the Cardinals keep they keep hitting. Yeah, and he just had three home runs in two games uh, less than a week ago. 
still hitting around 300. I mean, he's somebody that looks like he's a very steady presence in that lineup. Not, I think he's one much. of those guys that would have been a lot more rostered at the beginning of the year, but we're starting to see people fall off. This is the, you know, it's starting to become slowly football season, which is the mm-hmm. time where if you're paying attention to your waiver wire, you can really start to make some ground up, especially in your roto leagues. Yeah. And yes. also there's people that have spent a lot of their fab. So I know we don't talk about fab a ton on this, on the show, but if you have fab saved, like you're going to be able to be out a lot of people, especially ones that aren't checking their team. So when players like Vinny Pasquantino come out of the woodworks or if someone like Juan Yepes is on the waiver wire, you can go get those guys and not have as much competition as you did earlier on in the season. So that's just context for that. And Jasper says Yahoo plus three private leagues. There we go. Got eligibility galore. All right. Let's close out the show with arts, charts, and trends. Well, in my ever, ever quest to be uh, helpful, this week's trends is like, where can I get saves? Like, this is a point in a lot of Roto Leagues. You should have uh, you should have been churning and churning your bullpen trying to find some saves. But uh, maybe you're just lost the thread. You don't know where you're at. You're falling behind. Is there are there any saves to get right now? Well, I did a lot of research coming into this week to try and find out if I could see any guys who were perhaps gettable. Uh, now, if you focus, uh, there are a few closing situations coming into focus right now. And those ones that I think that are, are starting to pitchers are starting to solidify their, their role. Uh, I, I think four of them so far this month have in June have started to solidify their role. That is Paul, uh, uh, Sewald, Seawald, 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 David, David did correct me the last time. <laughs> Seawald, Paul Seawald is five for six and save opportunities this month. Uh, uh, Diego Castillo has two, so it's possible that Castillo is a handcuff to Seawald, but I, I, I really think, uh, <laughs> I really think Seawald is the guy, uh, going forward in Seattle and he's getting most of the opportunities in Miami. Tanner Scott has every save they have gotten this month. So Tanner Scott obviously has that role. Grab him. Cincinnati, I think Hunter Strickland has the role. Looks like he's gotten three of the last four saves. The only time he did not get a save is on a back-to-back day. So Hunter Strickland, if you're in need of saves and he's on your waiver wire, uh, Hunter Strickland is a nice pickup. The rest of that bullpen is pitching horribly. So he's really the only one who's pitching well right now. Uh, in Boston, Tanner Houck is a perfect six for six in saves in June. Uh, I would also look at John Schreiber. He's ha- he has one save in June, but he has been a very high value reliever. Uh, unlike, uh, as was mentioned to bring out your dead, there's talk of Whitlock possibly returning to the pen. If that happens, the bullpen, which had been a mess earlier, would become a strength because Matt Strom has also pitched quite well for them. Um, now I want to go over the, the opportunity bullpens that I see. Now you may agree with me on this opportunity. You may think I'm, 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 I'm dumb. I really don't care. This is what I see. Um, these are the closing situations, which I think have the potential for opportunity. Tampa Bay, Colin Poche has received four of the 11 save opportunities in June and has three of the seven saves and two of the last three. If I was to invest in Tampa's bullpen, Colin Poche would be the guy I would invest in right now. <clears throat> Brooks Raley has, has had recent saves but poche seems to be the main guy he's getting about 40 percent of the opportunities as i said so i like him in philadelphia they're still talking about whether it's going to be sir anthony or brad hand as far as i know i do know that sir anthony has pitched way better this season he's the 21st rated relief pitcher on the rasball player raider brad hand is the 89th uh relief pitcher on the on the rasball player raider if Sir Anthony is available in your league, I do think going forward he will get more opportunities than hand. Uh, he has gotten more this month. In Oakland, Lou Trevino comes back from the dead, and he has the last two saves for Oakland, and he hasn't given up an earned run in his last four appearances. If you are desperate for saves, Danny Jimenez seems to have fallen out of favor. Trevino seems to have that. Minnesota, I, I know 
uh, Pagan, Emilio Pagan has uh, nine saves on the season, but he is only nine for 14. He's only two for five in June. Uh, Johan Duran is the best other our relief pitcher in the pen. He's also second in saves. If I was to find someone else, if I was to go for someone else, it would be uh, Moran, and who has pitched very well of late for them. And and may may also uh, sputtered this month. There's a few more um, tra- uh, closing situations that I found possibly have some opportunities. <clears throat> Excuse me. Atlanta, there's a short window here where you may be able to pick up some saves for Atlanta. I like Will Smith better than A.J. Minter just because just he's closed before. Uh, and if you're desperate for anything you can get, Maybe Smith will give you a few saves before the All-Star break. I do expect Jansen back after the All-Star break. Hopefully that uh, heart situation has gotten better. Arizona is the final one where I think you might have an opportunity. Tread lightly there. Go with care. Mark Melanson and Ian Kennedy are the 85th and 93rd best relief pitcher on Rasball. Yeah, they're the only ones who have received recent save opportunities. If I was going to go with the best pitcher in their bullpen, it would be Joe Mantiply, who looks to be the best one. And he's possibly a stash for when uh, Melanson and Kennedy have a midseason retirement party because these guys, they just look washed. Um, so these are, these are the trends I've looked at this week, and hopefully uh, you guys can get some of these saves. Art the Closer coming in there hot with some closing help. Uh, like we Schreiber call too, especially in uh, if you're in a holds leagues, mm-hmm. he's money. I picked him up in my, I think it's either TGFBI or in turf. I picked him up actually just because I was speculating for saves and I picked him up for that reason. Uh, he had gotten a few, him and Matt Strom. So I, I do like mm-hmm. that call as well. I'll see. We are actually a couple minutes earlier than we normally are. So would you guys like to play a game? Would love sure. to. Is it going uh, through your DMs again? Yes. Let's go through my DMs <laughs> and let's answer some questions that were asked and hear your guys' thoughts. I will not read the names in case they would not like to be read publicly, but I will give you the trades that were offered to me. So one inbox message here was acquiring Xander Bogarts and Clayton Kershaw trading away Roanzi Contreras and Aaron Ashby. Which side do you like better? Can I say it again? Is this Xander a dynasty? Bogarts, this has um, to be a dynasty. Yeah. This is a dynasty league. Xander Bogarts and Clayton Kershaw for Roanzi Contreras and Aaron Ashby. I mean, if it, if I assume the person trading, getting Bogarts and Kershaw is just all in on winning right now because it's so lopsided. I, even so, I, I would take Bogarts and Kershaw no matter what. I would too. Yeah. I think Contreras has a good future, mm-hmm. but uh, Xander's too too good. Okay, what is he? Twenty seven, twenty eight. I mean, he's right in his prime. Yeah, I guess that the young the young pitching is very alluring with the other two guys for if you're rebuilding here. Let's uh next one. Would you drop Luke Voigt for any of these guys, or would you hold Luke Voigt? The possible choices are Alex Kirilov, Andrew Benatendi, Patrick Wisdom, who had two home runs and six RBIs today. Alex Verdugo or Alec Thomas? Uh, Alec head head ca- it's a head-to-head you, Cats league. Yeah, like Kirilov is the only one who I would do it for. Yeah. Unless you're really desperate for steals. I don't know if Benintendi... How many has he given us? Not many. Not no, many. I think he has like four. He has like a couple. Let's see here. Um, oh my gosh, he has one. Never mind. Uh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. That's three and five, though. Betting. Betting average is good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah batting three oh five. But yeah, I mean it's gotta be it's gotta be I'd probably keep I'd probably keep Luke Voigt. Over Kirilov? I would get Kir- I told him Kirilov. I agree. I think Kirilov's been hitting very well. His injury history is the only thing that concerns me with him. That's more for why I'm gone. But he did hit his first homer the other day. Let's do we'll do one more. Vinny P has finally been called up. Been stashing him, ready to get him in his lineup. Who would you drop to get him in there? Edward Olivares, John Birdie, Josh Rojas, Max Kepler, Alex Kirilov, or Dalton Varsho? Rojas. Can you say it again? Edward Olivares, John Birdie, Josh Rojas, Max Kepler, 
Alex Kirilov or Dalton Varsho. Yeah, Rojas. Yep. And uh, shout out to the uh, is Vinny uh, Vinny P as he got called up yet. He's gonna be yeah. changing. Did you see his little thing? How he's, he's gonna be changing it to a different player. I think that's absolutely incredible. It's a really funny account for those that haven't seen it. it is the count is when is Vinny Pascantino gonna get called up? And every yeah. day he would tweet out, "Today he did not get called up." And then finally, <laughs> the day he did, I just saw it. That was he like hilarious. put it out, and then he's like, he finally got called up. It has like two thousand likes on it, and uh, he's just gonna change the account now to. Somebody new that's in AAA that is like on the verge of getting the call. So yeah, it is pretty cool. Get him on um, the call up, David. Who? Vinny Pasquantino? No, the account. Yeah. The account? I could, yeah. I could. Uh, but get him on the call up show. He might be too big time now after that 2,000 <laughs> likes. That's a lot of likes. <laughs> it's, uh, but I think everybody's been waiting on that. Um, that's going to wrap us up here for, what are we, week 12 now? Something like that? Routine. Rick 13, we are flying by this season. We are already at the halfway point. It's been an absolute blast. If you guys like this new format that we've been doing all season, please let us know. Uh, you guys leave a YouTube comment, anything down below about that, or you know, do you think Doc's calls are crazy? Do you think <laughs> Marty's images for his graphics are awesome? Whatever you want to leave below is all stuff's appreciated. On the podcast feed, Always appreciate you guys subscribing. And if you can leave a rating and review, that always helps us grow and reach more people. So thank you guys for doing that. And if you guys would like to have questions read on air, whether they are just in the YouTube comments or if you'd like them read just separately and I can read them at the end of the show, you guys can always DM any of us and say, can you guys read this on the show? You know, Marty's at Marty underscore Tallman, Doc's at triple play at trip play fantasy and LC is at art underscore T underscore Z. So you can always message any of us and we will make sure to get those questions read on air with all four of us answering. Or again, just be in the YouTube comments and we'll always answer any questions in there. Fellas, anything you would like to say before we wrap up? Um, hop on the uh, the triple play. What What is it? It's Viridian. Viridian Global. Global, get yourself this triple play fantasy mug. It comes in two sizes, which is small and perfect. Uh, <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, that's it. Just I, I'm gonna get one of those mugs soon. They're dope. We also yeah. have triple play fantasy socks. You want to show up on on your socks? If you want any triple play fantasy merch, and you tag the account in it when you get it. Not only will it be retweeted, but we will probably do something else that I haven't thought of yet. We will, uh, I'll have Marty fly to where you live and he'll give you a high five. <laughs> there we go. I like that. We'll, David, we'll, will you sign my triple play jersey? No, Marty's <laughs> going to sign it. That's even better. Marty's going to sign it. So, uh, yeah, that will do that. Doc, anything? No. Easy. LC, what about you, my friend? Oh man, I get to this all star break. Give us all a little bit of uh you know, a little bit of a breather. Enjoy the baseball and then get back to grinding. I'm ready for my uh all star break breather because uh grinding pretty hard so far. Doing pretty well so far. Uh still need to climb in triple players ball. I don't want to give away the shoes. So that's all. <laughs> I have you guys doing in that? I've actually I'm up to like I want to say I'm like 21st now overall, and I was like 42 a month ago. I've, I've actually climbed up a little bit. We don't talk about that. it. Yeah, I was 12th in the league in our league, so overall probably closer to 30. And there's only 45 teams. So <laughs> why are we all doing so bad in our own league? Good yeah, I, 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 I Corbin's on the team. I don't want to talk about it. Woo. Oh, <laughs> Did I you play him? Did you play Corbin this week? Oh, I don't know. Let me check. <laughs> I hope you did. I really I do. I'm about to check right now. See, I, I will give it like we should give an update. I did. I did. Yes, I did. Yep. Eight innings, twelve Ks. Let's go. <laughs> and I got Will Smith. See, it was a long play of Will Smith. I knew, I knew something <laughs> would happen. So smart. All right, really quick before we get out of here, the overall standings for the triple players ball. Josh Walker is in first place. The Rotonaut TPB. Drew Morris is in second. Eric Cross is in third. I'm trying to look at the overall points. Very much still anybody's game. And then the other player that has over four or over 300 is Rob Norton, our good buddy Rob. He's in fourth place. Elsie, you're in fifth. 
Nice. So, Elsie, nice. you are in striking distance to keep your shoes. I want to keep those shoes. Maybe I don't want to give them away. Rounding out the top 10, we have Matthew Dugan in six, uh, our buddy Baseball Pod seven, Aaron Bistrin eight, Dave Soa nine, and then Richard Briskin ten. Looking at our next guy, I'm next in of this group at 21st. And then we can end this part now. We can end the pod. <laughs> Marty's at 37. Yeah. Doc, you wait, you went up one. You're 41st. Oh, yay. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. All right. For Elsie, for Doc, for Marty, I'm D Mendy. We're going to make like a bread truck and we're going to haul these buns. We'll catch you guys next week.